Welcome to day 334 of Shaped by the Words, season three, the story of the prophets. I'm Matt here with Katie and David, and we are finishing up our week in the book of Ezekiel. Uh, we have uh, Yesterday, we, we saw this incredible vision that Ezekiel uh, sees where there's a river flowing from the threshold of the temple, and as the river flows, not only does it get deeper and deeper and, and bigger and bigger and to the point of where um, you can't even cross it, but we also see that it, it's not just about the river growing in size, but it actually is a river that brings life to all that it touches. So you see swarming animals, you see you know life uh, being produced in the the plants that are around it, but even it gets to the Dead Sea and it touches what is dead and brings life. And and we're reminded that God is at work uh, restoring all things. He's using these images that would have captured the the imagination of Israel who was who was in exile, you know, longing for. For God to act and to restore. And, and so God says, you know, I will indeed act. There's a time of future restoration, full restoration that is coming. And so our text uh, today is Ezekiel 47, uh, starting in verse 13, where we're going to see the kind of the external boundaries of the land being restored. So if you remember in the story of scripture, God brings his people out of Egypt. Uh, he brings them into a land that he had promised them. And part of that uh, bringing them into the land was also the distribution of the land, the boundaries, uh, what what tribes get what inheritance, what portions go to who. And and so we'll see in our text um, today the, the kind of the distribution, if you will, of the boundaries of the land and what tribe again gets what part of the land. So some of this will mirror, you know, some of the, the previous um, instructions that we get in in numbers but but some of it will differ a little bit as well and then uh, towards the end we get a really fun note about the inclusion of the foreigners um, actually a kind of a fulfillment if you will of um, Leviticus so we'll pick up in Ezekiel 47 verse 14 and read to the end of the chapter but before we do uh, we want to do is we always do. We want to pause. We want to thank the Lord for his word, ask him to, to be with us and meet with us um, and bless this time. So David, as we begin, would you pray for us? Yeah, let's pray. And Father, we thank you so much that uh, even as we read this, um, we know that in Christ Jesus, our inheritance is far more than, than just land. Um, we've been given so much in Jesus. Help us to see that. Um, help us to behold that. And, and may you... Um, as you can only do um, in your grace, uh, renew our affections for you. Help us to see more and more of Jesus. And and we ask that you would do that um, for your glory and our joy. Pray that all in his name. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 47. This is what the sovereign Lord says. These are the boundaries of the land that you, that you will divide among the 12 tribes of Israel as their inheritance with two portions for Joseph. You are to divide it equally among them, because I swore with uplifted hand to give it to your ancestors. This land will become your inheritance. This is to be the boundary of the land. On the north side, it will run from the Mediterranean Sea by the Hethlon Road past Lebo Hamath to Zedad, Beroath, and Zibaram, which lies on the border between Damascus and Hamath, as far as Hazar Hathakon, which is on the border of Haran. The boundary will extend from the sea to Hazaran Enan along the northern border of Damascus with the border of Hamath to the north. This will be the northern boundary. On the east side of the boundary will run between Haran and Damascus 
along the Jordan between Gilead and the land of Israel, to the Dead Sea and as far as Tamar. This will be the eastern boundary. On the south side, it will run from Tamar as far as the waters of Meribah, uh, Kadesh, and then along the Wadi of Egypt to the Mediterranean Sea. This will be the southern boundary. On the west side, the Mediterranean Sea will be the boundary to a point opposite Lebo Hamath. This will be the western boundary. You are to distribute the land among yourselves according to the tribes of Israel. You are to allot it as an inheritance for yourselves and for the foreigners residing among you and who have children. You are to consider them as native-born Israelites. Along with you, they are to be allotted an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. In whatever tribe a foreigner resides, there you are to give them their inheritance, declares the sovereign Lord. So there we see the boundaries of the land. Uh, we'll actually see a little bit more of the division of the land uh, next week when we dive into Ezekiel 48. But, um, you know, we're seeing, again, the, the Lord at work restoring all things. And um, one of the things I love about this section, verse 14, says, Because I swore with uplifted hand to give it to your ancestors, this land will become your inheritance. You know, we're reminded of the the fact that God is a covenant-keeping God. And he had promised Abraham to to give him a great nation, you know, to give him any descendants, to, uh, and wrapped up in that is the inclusion of a land. And so God's saying, I have not forgot my promises from long ago. You know, I, I, I'm not incapable, but instead I will, as I swore, you know, bring you into the land that is your inheritance. You know, so God is continuing to be faithful to who he is, what he has promised. And, um, and, and we just see some incredible um, reminders of that in this text. But what are some things that stand out to you guys as we read? There's obviously towards the end, just, you know, the, the aspect of the land that's going to be, you know, even the foreigners will get to partake in this. And, you know, throughout the biblical narrative, right? Like the people of Israel was supposed to be this blessing to the nations. They, and they, they failed so often. Um, but even here as he's kind of, you know, restoring them, the, the river of life. And even in the boundaries, we get to see that there is still, um, the talk of the foreigner coming in and, and even being treated as a native-born Israelite. And so we've known the heart of the Lord has always been for the nations. Um, Israel failed in that, but as he's restoring them back, he's also, there's that little nod to the nations, which is going to be a you know a huge piece in in the story to come as, as Jesus arrives and just kind of blows up everything and, and invites all people in um, to be a part of his new work. And so love just getting to see that little glimpse um, of that as it relates to the whole story of the Bible. To be honest, I still need to read more into this and just figure out <laughs> um, like where in history God is speaking of this happening. Um, so there's just a lot that's still unclear to me. Um, that I want to, I want to be a little clearer. Um, but I, I just think what you've said, Matt, just uh, as far as verse 14, that, that God made a covenant with Abraham and he is always, always going to stay true to those promises that he's made his people. He has never forgotten, um, throughout all of this, um, throughout all of the judgment, throughout all of God kind of stepping away and allowing um, outside nations to come in and um, and take the people away from their land. He has never forgotten his covenant with his people. And 
that's good for us to remember. I think in our context, um, it, we, we have seasons and compared to this, they are so short, but we have seasons where we feel that God isn't there, or we feel that God, um, has forgotten us, forgotten, um, I don't know, just forgotten all sorts of things. And, um, when we feel that we're not getting what we, what we need. Um, and I think it's so important for us to come back to his word and see over and over again, that God has not forgotten his people and, and be reminded of the heart of God, which is for his people. So, um, I think in those times for us, when we do feel a dryness, when we do feel a distance, um, to be reminded that God um, is for us, God is, has not forgotten us, and that possibly, and quite possibly, the distance we feel is because of our own sin. <laughs> the distance we feel is because we have chosen other things besides the Lord. Um, so I think that's kind of what I'm what I'm kind of thinking yeah. through and wrestling with, with this passage. Yeah. yeah. And this is one of those passages, you know, you ask kind of the time frame of it. I personally, I know there's a, there's a variety of views regarding this, but I think this is speaking to that future restoration of all things that Ezekiel's getting a glimpse of what God's going to do kind of in that end time restoration um, of all things. But, but here I, I think even in the boundaries of the land, one of the things you're seeing is God is going to, to bring Israel to a fulfillment of what they were always meant to be, you know, who they were always meant to be and what they were always meant to do. So, you know, in Abraham, they were called to be a blessing to the nations. Leviticus 19.34 says, The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you are foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You know, and then we get to the end, it, it, he says that. You are to consider them as native born Israelites. You know, whatever tribe a foreigner resides there, you give them an inheritance, declares the sovereign Lord. You know, that's blessing to the nations that mm -hmm. God is is at work. And he says, hey, in this future restoration of all things, Israel will be who they always, you know. We're supposed to be. We're always supposed to be. And mm -hmm. that is the inclusion of the, the foreigner as well. So um, we're Which seeing some good some news cool for us. Things, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, would we, wouldn't be, we be considered foreigners as far as not Jew born, yeah. you know? Yeah. So praise God for that. Yeah. Well, that's Ezekiel 47. Um, we will pick up in chapter 48 next week, but we, we've given you a couple of Psalms to read over the weekend. And uh, we look forward to gathering with you on Sunday to, mm -hmm. to remember the Lord together, um, to glorify him, to be um, to meet with him and to to draw near and to receive from him. So um, we we hope you can make it. Uh, we're praying for for this Sunday and um, praying for all the Lord has in store for us um, as we as we move towards Sunday. Katie, would you pray for us? Absolutely, Father, you are worthy of our worship. You are worthy of our affection. And um, we just praise you that you are a God who doesn't forget. We are a very forgetful people. And you will never forget what you have promised. You'll never forget um, your covenant with us. So we praise you for that and we thank you for that. And I just thank you that you are a God that we can count on and a God that we can trust in. Uh, I pray for anyone listening who is having trouble trusting you, Lord, that you would um, that you would draw near to them as they draw near to you.
um, you are good. Help us to, um, help us to worship you with our lives and not just our words. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.